Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NFL. There's a way of doing that. Nobody comes to the stadium. Put them in big hotels, you know, wherever you want to play. Keep them very well surveilled, and namely a, a surveillance, but have them tested like every week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. I mean, people say, well, you know, you, you, you can't play without spectators. Well, I think you probably get enough buy-in from people who are dying to see a baseball game. Particularly me, I'm living in Washington. We have the world champion. Washington Nationals. You know, I want to see them play again. Dr. Anthony Fauci right there, the nation's top infectious disease expert, basically given the NBA and Major League Baseball and the PGA Tour and whoever else wants it to go ahead, play sports without fans. Now you got to have enough tests, and are they going to take a big PR hit because there aren't enough tests to go around? How many tests are going to be this summer? I don't know. I'm a sportscaster. But that would seem to be the next hurdle for them to clear. And the NBA commissioner told us, Adam Silver said, May 1, they'll reassess, gather information until then. So I'm gathering that they just gathered that, and that's a lot of gathering. Rams center Brian Allen tested positive for COVID-19. He told Fox Sports he uh, started suffering symptoms of the disease three weeks ago. Rams training facility was closed for two weeks, cleaned thoroughly. Allen and the team said he's feeling much better. He's expected to be cleared of the virus by doctors this week. Also, an unnamed Chargers employee. Not a player, but somebody else, staff, management team somehow, uh, has also uh, tested positive. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. You know, we've been laughing for about a week about how we could do stories every day about sports restarting, and no matter how far you try to move away from that, boom, the headlines pull you right back in. So the College Football Playoff Management Committee spoke with Vice President Mike Pence in a teleconference call yesterday. And the committee, which comprises 10 FBS commissioners and the Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick, told Pence about how different the college athletic landscape is to that of the pro leagues and emphasize the biggest difference is the closure of campuses across the country. Basically, their position is if we can't have students back on campus, then we're not going to have athletes back on campus because you can imagine the athletes not getting paid, the legal liability, a small percentage of them are still minors. I mean, there there are people who go to college at 17. I did, PK did. There's small percentage of the athletes, the freshman incoming class every year. And if one of them got sick, A, it'd be a bad look, and B, it might open them up to lawsuits. And so they were pretty uh, pretty adamant that if students back aren't back on campus, then uh, sports won't start. And it's just not clear if students will be on campus in the fall. I think there's a pretty good chance they won't be, but I don't think anybody knows that. Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick called it a pretty productive call. And added, I want to be clear, I don't think we offered any insights they didn't already understand or appreciate. A lot of discussion was about the unique nature of college athletes, athletics being first and foremost. The question we face is whether our universities will reopen and win. Man, a lot of fancy language. No students, no games. That's really what they said. 
DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. I knew I, I had to stand up for myself. And, and I think that looking back, and even at the time, I, I could see what he was doing. You know, he, Michael wanted to make sure everybody who was out there could deal with the pressure of a playoff game. And if you couldn't deal with his trash talk during a practice, then he, he didn't think you were going to stand up to the pressure during a playoff game. That's Steve Kerr on his fight with Michael Jordan. Of course, all of that stuff is a story again because there's the 10-part documentary coming up uh, later this month, The Last Dance, profiling MJ, the Bulls. The NBA shot all this video during the 97-98 season, and they sat on it. And It's just funny. I, I, I took a class, which I thought at the time was a pretty soft, easy class in college. And maybe it was. The history of pop culture, how it impacts uh, everyday life. And one of the theories they presented in there is that we all get nostalgic 20 years later. We're all big for whatever happened 20 years ago. And if you look at hit TV shows especially, but movies do the same thing, they look back at what was in in the news or what life was like 20 years ago. The Wonder Years. A show some of you watched in the early 90s was about the 70s. Happy Days was a big hit in the 70s. It was about the 50s. Vietnam ramped up in the... Well, Vietnam was fought in the Vietnam War. The U.S. was in it in the 60s and 70s. And if you look at the 80s and early 90s, there were a ton of war movies. Now, anytime you see a war movie, it looks like it's set in the desert. Well, you get 20 years out, you start getting reflective. So they pull this out 20 years later. They put together a 10-part series. Jordan's worried it's going to reflect on him negatively. When people see this footage, I'm not sure they're going to be able to understand why I was so intense, why I did the things I did, why I acted the way I acted, and why I said the things I said. When you see the footage of me writing Scott Burrell, you're going to think I'm a horrible guy. But you have to realize that the reason why I was treating him like that is because I needed him to be tough in the playoffs. He needed to be tough, and I needed to know I could count on him. When people see this, they're going to say, well, he really wasn't a nice guy. He may have been a tyrant. Well, that's you because you never won anything. I wanted to win, but I wanted them to win to be a part of that as well. Look, I don't have to do this. I'm only doing this because of who I am. That's how I played the game. That was my mentality. If you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. And we can discuss this later in the show, but how much of this, you get inside the dynamic of what's going on, If you can't explain it to the outside world because their experience is different, would you rather just not talk about it at all? And you take that to today's jazz team, how much of this is reflected in whatever level of tension there was slash whatever level of tension there is with Donovan and Rudy? You can't explain one thing without explaining another. You end up having to explain 100 things. I think it's one of the reasons people talk to the media the way they do. And they'll say some stuff off the record because we have a different frame of reference than a lot of fans because some of the things we see and hear, especially as you get older and a lifetime of covering this stuff. And they still don't want to tell us anything because we don't have all of the experiences and knowledge. We might have some more of them. So, find that interesting, but... 
There's some stories out there. Sam Smith did a story I retweeted yesterday all about the Jordan and Republicans buy shoes and what a flippant comment that was from Jordan because it had to do with their relationship and the way they talked to each other in the locker room when they were bored and just entertaining each other. And that Sam got it at one level and then the public took it another way. So that's out there if you want to read it. Also, NBA legend Magic Johnson says he sees parallels between the COVID-19 pandemic and the HIV-AIDS crisis in the early 90s. Same issues we had then, we have now. We're bad information, myth about it couldn't happen to us in the black community, not being educated enough about HIV and AIDS. The same thing is happening with the coronavirus. Magic is partnering with the NBA to try to raise awareness among black Americans. Seeing history repeat itself a little bit. PK, you were in L.A. when all that went down with Magic, and uh, he had his press conference and all that, and that was story one, two, three, four, and five in L.A. at the time. I mean, he's still a big deal, but he was a massive deal then. I think it's history replaying itself a little bit. I thought about that, but I don't have enough knowledge to figure out if that out, that's actually accurate or not. I do know I was working in the Daily Breeze newsroom that day, and the phone call came about uh, trying to get one of our guys, Mitch Chortkarf, on. And it was some guy named Chris Tunis from Salt Lake City that I took the phone call. Little did I know that I would get to know him rather well in a few years. And so, yeah, I can see where magic's going, but I, that's all I can say about it. We got our question up on uh, Facebook. Who should be on the Mount Rushmore of American sports? Jackie Robinson. April 15, here we are. A legendary day in American sports. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Who else? Who else belongs up there? You get to nominate three other people. We're seeing a lot of names come up. A lot of people are saying MJ. Can MJ be MJ without all the stuff where he says, hey, he may have been a tyrant? When people see this, they're saying MJ would be a tyrant. But if MJ wasn't like that, fight, riding Scotty Burrell and fighting Steve Kerr, would he have been MJ? Or would he have been a three-time champ instead of a six-time champ? Because some of those would have gotten away. They wouldn't have been quite tough enough for some big moments. Are you asking me? I am. <laughs> I think everybody needed everybody in that situation. I think he needed Phil. Phil needed him. Pippen needed Jordan. Uh, Jordan needed role players. I think it all goes together. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I obviously want to play, you know, as fast and fast as we can. Get to a get to a city, uh, maybe Arizona. You know, they're flowing out Florida. But um, you know, being quarantined in a city, if we play, you know, a couple months, it'd be, it'd be difficult. You know, for some guys, you know, people. What are you going to do with family members? My wife is pregnant. Uh, what am I going to do when you know she goes into labor? Am I going to have to quarantine for two weeks after I come back? Because uh, you know, obviously, I can't miss that uh, you know birth of our first child. So it, it, it there's a lot of flag red flags. There's a lot of questions um obviously we have we would have to agree on it as players but i think the mentality is we want to get back as soon as we can but obviously it's got to be realistic you know we can't be sitting in our hotel rooms and you know just going from the field to the hotel room and not being able to do anything i think that's just uh, i think that's pretty crazy that's mike trout and mike trout doesn't usually say a lot pk so when he does i think people really listen to him and 
I wonder how many players he speaks for singing that's crazy because I think it isn't realistic the first time you say it out loud, but I think it's pretty close to where they're going to end up. Yeah, I think he probably would have to quarantine for two weeks if he goes away and then comes back. But I can't really see them walking away from those massive TV contracts if there's a a chance to salvage them with some games. I mean, will everything be different? Yes. Many things, well, not everything, but many things will be different. But I think if they get the go-ahead, then they're going to do it. And it is going to be pretty crazy. But I don't see them walking away from all that money. For sure. I mean, crazy doesn't mean impossible. It is crazy. Today's crazy. Yesterday was crazy. Tomorrow's crazy. I mean, basically, you're in a crazy world right now. So uh, if, if an individual player doesn't want to do it, don't do it. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, the Joe Ingles Show. 8.30 today. We check in with Joe. Craig Bowlerjack's here at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK coming up next. The Mount Rushmore of sports in honor. Jackie Robinson. He's got one spot. Who else is up there? And we will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.